0: everyone and welcome back to my podcast. The podcast for all of you little little humans who feel like you are stuck in between being a teenager and an adult. Honestly, join the club. I can't believe this is episode two. I'm going to paint you a picture because I think I quite enjoy starting the podcast like this. So today I am lying in bed It is 11.19 in the morning, and I've just made my third cup of coffee. In the house, I have like a double espresso with soya milk, and it's honestly life-changing. You know what? Addiction's so bad. Like, I shouldn't, I should not have had three coffees by 11 o'clock, but you know what, right? My, My thought process is, when everyone says to me, you should stop having coffee, I just think... It could be worse. It could be heroin. You know what I mean? At least I'm addicted to coffee and not something worse. I'm all cuddled up in bed. I've got a heated blanket on. Who would believe that I'm sitting here with a heated blanket on on the 11th of April? Like I know April's not summer, but I'm looking at the flashbacks on my Snapchat and it was quite hot this time last year and i'm sat here freezing my little tees off like i'm so cold i just want to say a massive thank you as well to everyone who's been so lovely about the podcast i honestly did think that i would get about two listeners one being me and one being my mom actually no not even my mom definitely my dad but honestly i just want to say a huge thank you it really does mean the world and i hope that you enjoy this episode this episode I've decided we're gonna dive in to teen films and why I strongly believe they have ruined my life. (laughs) When I say they've ruined my life, they've also completely made my life. I genuinely feel like I would have had no excitement growing up if it wasn't for living through other people and characters on films and shows. I don't know if anyone else can relate to that but honestly I feel like from the age of 14 to maybe 17 I lived in a dream world (laughs) and to be honest I I still kind of do I'm not as bad as I was but I definitely was in my head pretending that I was popping in Wild Child and I just really wasn't. So when I talk about teen films I mean films like Wild Child, Perks of Being a Wallflower, 10 Things I Hate About You, Oh, what else is there? Cinderella story. Another Cinderella story. All of them, you know, all the films I mean, the actual foundations of our youth. Also, this is completely beside the point, but I feel like films aren't made like that anymore. I know Addison Rae came out with one that was kind of trying to be the same kind of thing, but it just doesn't hit the same as Centrinians did, you know what I mean? As well, I don't know if anyone else agrees, but I absolutely hate the fact that all of the new teeny films have got like Snapchat and Instagram and TikTok involved in them. Oh, I know it's a part of our generation now and I know it's something that I have to kind of get used to but it just really gives me the ick seeing people vlogging and stuff. In films? No, I don't want that in films. I think films and programs should be a universe that does not have social media. Anyways, besides the point. So the reason that I feel like these films completely just destroyed all my hopes and dreams of being a teenager and coming of age, that's so dramatic, they haven't. I just felt like, grown up, and even now, I spend so much of my time wishing that I lived these lives of these films and having so many unrealistic expectations and life's just not like how you see in the films. To be fair maybe it is, maybe it's just being British, maybe it's because all the films that we watch are American and maybe they just have a completely different experience growing up but I can tell you that I do not resonate in the slightest with any of the films I saw. To be honest I'm not even gonna lie, I completely do not regret watching any of these films. I still watch them on the weekly. I am glad I watched them, but also poor little baby Tia was so sad that she was not getting a full brass band getting played to ask her out, you know. Instead I'd get a BBM message. Like it was just not the same. So I decided to split this up into three major categories when watching all the films. And the categories I've chosen is boys. Unrealistic boys is one of the major, major, major images here. The next category is school and the last one is social life. (laughs) Every single coming-of-age film that I've watched is basically centered around a girl and a boy getting together. You know, you're in high school, you fall in love, blah, 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 something happens and then you end up together and it's all perfect and rainbows and butterflies. This is so... (laughs) unrealistic. And I spent my full childhood and teenage years just wishing for something that honestly I do not think exists. I think seeing all of these boys on, on films and programs and stuff just sets you up for failure, to be honest. But it also led to me completely romanticising the idea of boys that I liked in my head, if that makes sense. It was almost that there was boys who just completely trekked me like shit. (laughs) But then I would watch these films and imagine in my head that the boy was, the boy who I liked, was doing what the boy in the film was. And it kind of made me like the boy even more because I was like romanticising them in a way that just didn't exist. Did anyone else do that? Or was I just completely tapped? Honestly, when I say that I couldn't go to sleep without making about... 35 fake scenarios in my head up before I went to sleep and they just didn't exist and because you would see these absolute dream boys on Films, it meant that you were just completely disappointed all of the time. The biggest example that I think I've got for this is Troy Bolton Oh my god Troy, I genuinely thought Troy Bolton was the love of my life, right? Using him as an example, in High School Musical, I can't know which one it was, when he climbs up the side of our house and brings in some chocolate covered strawberries. (gasps) I wanted that to happen to me so badly, right? But at the end of the day, what 16 year old boy is climbing up your side of your bloody house with a basket full of chocolate covered fruit it doesn't happen I'd go to my boyfriend's house and he'd ignore me and sit on the xbox like it's just not the same thing like there's no films where the girl goes round the boy's house and he's sitting on fifa do you know what I mean like that just that is just not but it's not good tv of, of course, it's not going to be on films, but at the end of the day, it's real life, and that used to make me so sad because I just really wanted a boy to do that for me. And in the last film, when they're dancing on the rooftop, honestly, I think I posted that on my story about five times as if I was trying to hint for a boy to do that with me. <laughs> but imagine that in real life like, imagine just going up on the top of a building. In ballroom dancing with the lad you liked <laughs> if he couldn't actually dance he wasn't a trained dancer that would just be a massive ache and I compared all boys that I knew to Troy thinking that a boy who looked like him was gonna come into my life but at the end of the day he was probably what like 22 playing a 15 year old boy like it just wasn't gonna happen another moment was when he gave Gabriella the necklace with the T on for Troy <gasps> I'm sorry, but boys just aren't that romantic. Actually, I, c- I can't believe I'm actually saying this online. When I was little, I bought myself a necklace with a T on, okay? <laughs> and I told everyone it was T for Tia, but it was actually T for Troy. Uh God, that is so embarrassing. He doesn't even exist. He's a character and I had a necklace with his initial on. But this is what I mean. I literally fell in love with a character who didn't exist. Like, I'm pretty sure it was Zac Efron, who who plays Troy. Probably hasn't did that for his missus. When you're a teenager, I'm sorry, but boys actually hate girls. (laughs) Like... I don't know any boys when I was like grown up who was publicly romantic to their girlfriend or who they were seeing. When I was growing up anyways I don't know if everyone had the same experience but it was classed as being embarrassing if a boy was openly affectionate or romantic to the girl like they'd just get called whipped or they'd get called like under the thumb or whatever. As well you've got to think that boys mature so much later than girls so I think when we were younger we were honestly completely ready for marriage at the right age of 15 whereas boys were just more bothered about you know playing on their xbox like being with their friends kind of I think they did it because the girls liked them and they just kind of went along with it but another example Cinderella story okay I bloody love that film Samantha <laughs> in Austin who was like the jock popular guy is sending texts to each other under fake names and Austin sends out really romantic text messages and poems he literally writes poetry (laughs) oh my god and that just set me up for bad expectations over text when you're a kid you literally are like what you up to (laughs) nothing much you like there was absolutely no crack like it was terrible and I was just out here waiting for a boy to send me a poem that he'd wrote himself (laughs) and he just didn't it It just didn't happen (laughs) Oh, like, and what what are the chances that the popular boy who everyone's obsessed with is a secret port writer? Like, that just doesn't happen. And because I had such a desire for this romance over text and stuff, when a boy would send you an the blackberries and they'd send you messages being like, ping back for a rate, I'd bloody swoon because I was like, oh my God, yay, a text. But at the end of the day, it was just nothing like what you see in the films. I spent my full teenage years getting ghosted by literally every single boy I spoke to. You don't see that in films, do you? No, you just see the boy and the girl fall in love and live happily ever after and you never see anyone get finished or pied. That made me feel like there was genuinely just something wrong with me because I just couldn't make anything, any relationship work. I don't know. Another thing that I used to honestly dream about was boys picking me up for a date. (laughs) In all these films, you see the boy... Driving up to the house in his car and he comes to the front door and he knocks on the door and the dad opens and the dad's all protective and stuff and then they go out on a date. We are forgetting that every single film that we watched when we were younger was American. We bloody couldn't drive. If I wanted to go on a date with a boy, we'd have to get the bus and meet. There was no romantic car picking up. But at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just we can't drive till we're what? Is Is it 18? How old is it in America? It's really young. It's like 15 or something. We didn't have the facilities to be driving and getting picked up. And as well, all these dates you see in films, how the hell did anyone ever afford the dates? Because I know that when I was like 16... I couldn't even afford a happy meal so how are these people going on all these flashy dates but because it's what you saw in the films it's kind of what you just expected to be normal but when you actually first start dating when you're younger you don't really go on dates don't know if other people did but i know like when i was prime teenager we used to just go around each other's houses and just literally not even speak to each other like (laughs) that was it to be honest i think the biggest thing that these films wrongly taught us was to go for the bad boy. <laughs> Most of the coming age films show kind of like a bad boy, you know, he's, he's got the leather jackets, the tattoos, all of that rubbish. And in the films, he always, you know, falls in love with the girl and then he becomes dead soft and he's really loyal and he treats her amazing, he's dead romantic. I think we were conditioned to want that. And I think that's why often some girls will complain that a boy's too nice, is because. We've spent all of our lives fantasising over false relationships where the boy's kind of a bit of a dick at the start but then turns nice and we dream about changing this boy and being the only one who can make him be nice and blah blah but reality is it just doesn't exist, like all of the the bad boyish people I know. Just massive twats to put it to put it lightly. And that did warp my desires for like a boyfriend. Like the film should be teaching us to go for the nice boy, the respectful boy, you know, the one who is in chess club, they're the best ones. But no, instead we're freaking taught to go for the boy on the motorbike. Okay. Moving swiftly on to the next category. Sorry, I got too invested in the last category. I just like that was the most prominent one. But okay, next category is school. I did go to an all girls Catholic school grown up and you know, that already really changed things up. You know, I didn't have the, the normal like mixed school experience, I guess. I do actually wanna do a full episode on stories about growing up like in an all girls girl. If anyone wants that, please let me know because I've got some absolutely traumatic stories. Okay. First of all, can we please discuss the uniforms in films? I think obviously being from England as well, we obviously have uniforms in America. I know most girls don't have uniforms, so that already was super sad. I had a navy uniform that had a green trim you know long skirt black shiny paint and leather shoes it was it was uh it was a look to be honest at my uniform wasn't as bad as a lot of the other skills around me but I still wasn't looking my greatest I had the same blazer from year seven to eleven my mom refused to buy me a new blazer by year eleven my blazer used to come up literally to my elbows because I'd grown so much and my mom still wouldn't buy me a new one because at the end of the day blazers were expensive and it was pretty much that people probably would only have one or two blazers in their full life You didn't see that in films, you didn't see people squeezing into their blazes at like 16. There was a few coming-of-age films that did have uniforms, like Centrinians, and I just did not look like that in my uniform. <laughs> when that film came out, I really, really, really was so excited because I was like, oh my god, finally a film that is quite similar to my situation, you know, all girls school. And then I saw the posh totties in the uniforms and they were all buttoned down they had the boobs definitely had a victoria secret push-up bra on and i was still wearing vests under my uniform and also we weren't allowed to wear high knee socks in the films where school uniforms were worn they were completely sexualized all the girls just looked so fit and we frankly did not i looked like a disaster in school so that was something that was quite sad and quite you know hard to get your head around the fact that all of us just looked really ugly in school like i don't actually know anyone who looked good in school and that's just something that you don't really see i feel like in coming of age films everyone who obviously plays teenagers are a lot older they're a lot more developed you know their skin's looking all great okay another thing is in films they're always assigned projects in pairs and they always have to go off and do it in their own time and they go around each other's houses to work on this project it, did anyone else just never, ever do a project like that? Like, I have never did a project, I think, in a pair where you had to do it in your own time. Like, yeah, maybe we would do stuff as a table. Maybe we would make, like, a mind map or, like, a poster. It would always be, like, the geeky girl and the popular guy and then they'd go home and, you know, whatever, they'd fall in love. School was really boring. The homework was horrible. It was not fun in the slightest. I think the, the best homework I probably ever had was drawing a coke can in art. And that was literally as far as I could get is fun homework. So I feel like people probably won't relate to this because I know a lot of schools do have prom but my school didn't have prom. Oh how sad is that so I literally spent my full years at school building up to prom okay I'd had all these dresses in my vision and you know you see the films where there's like prom queen and prom king and and then I found out that we in fact did not have a prom and I was honestly so crushed who the hell doesn't have a prom I had a leavers ball in sixth form but there was no like sparkly dresses no one was getting a spray tan it wasn't the same vibe as a prom it was a lot more casual and even people who I know who did have a prom there was no such thing as prom queen I know that's not really a great thing because no it's not great to single someone out but when I was younger that's what I wanted I wanted my time to shine as prom queen I mean I never would have ever got prom queen because I didn't speak in school but again like school just seemed so much fun in films I hated it I hated school so much I don't know if anyone's seen sex education the program but I think that's probably one of the more realistic um, no, it's, actually, it's not. It's not realistic at all. But it does go in-depth with a lot of really serious and important matters, which I absolutely love. It's good seeing a bit of the darker side of grown up, I guess. It, it, it's really great to watch. If anyone hasn't seen it, I would definitely watch it. But one of the things that always sticks out is how, in every single programme everyone's just obsessed with each other everyone's like in the corridors just kissing all the time everyone's outside just like necking on I remember when girls and boys used to go out with each other when we were younger like at school and everyone would force them to hold hands how are all these people in these programs so like sexually active because I just did not feel like that at all I also hate public affection so yeah like you watch these films where people are like kissing and holding hands and stuff in in real life and you're like oh my god that's so romantic But when it comes to it, I absolutely cringe when I see people all over each other in public. It makes me feel a bit ill. In films, you're watching people kiss and there's, like, music in the background. Everything's all pretty and blah, blah, blah. Whereas in reality, it's just awkward, dead silence. There's probably a chav in the background shouting something at you. You know, it's just not the same vibe. The last one is social life. So, I don't know about anyone else, but I didn't really have the greatest social life growing up. I suffered a lot with social anxiety. I found it really hard to go out and do all of the fun things that you see people do in the films. Towards the end of school, I did get a bit more social and I did soccer on house parties. And they are just not the same as you see in programmes. I remember when I went to my first house party, I genuinely thought it was going to be a fairy tale everyone would be playing spin the bottle, someone would go in a cupboard, everyone would be dancing, everyone would be playing loads of music, and in reality, no one dances, everyone is just mortal. It's about two girls being sick, everyone's crying. It's just not the same, and I don't know whether, again, it's like an American thing, that people dance at house parties, but no one dances at house parties. To be honest, right, I used to love house parties, and I I think now, getting older, when I do go to a house party people actually do dance which is nice but when you're younger everyone's just so insecure about themselves and a bit stressed I guess and probably a bit too drunk to even dance that like that just doesn't happen. I remember getting so disappointed when I went to my first party because I was just like oh my god this is absolutely shit. Everyone was just going to house parties and ruining their lives. There was no romance, there was no fun. Well there was fun, there was fun but I feel like if you weren't someone who likes getting absolutely shit-faced then it wasn't really the greatest of times in films you always see everyone having these amazing social lives they'd go shopping after school every day they'd always be around each other's houses they'd be doing all this crazy stuff after school i would generally come in from school and just go straight to bed and have like a three hour nap can everyone remember the time when they used to just nap all the time i grew out of that i used to nap after school every single day with fail. I could not go a day without having a nana nap after school. But then just one day I just stopped having naps. It was really weird. No one has naps in films. And I just felt so lazy because I just spent every day after school absolutely exhausted from my six hours of doing absolutely nothing at school. I'd reward myself with the big fat nap. And then I'd do that every single day for five, six years. It was just quite mundane. I just wanted the fun that I saw in films. (sighs) Instead I was just sleeping in my school uniform. And tights and getting tights itch another thing is that in films when they have house parties and everyone in the school goes wait how many people was in my year i'm sure there was about like a thousand people in my school all those people weren't fitting in one tiny house like i'm sorry but as well the fact that everyone would be invited anyways whenever i would go to a party or go anywhere really it was kind of like a very select few and that was quite sad because i feel like people didn't mix as much as you do see in the films i like, kind of had your friend group and that was it Okay so that is the end of those three categories. Let me know if you agree because I honestly do wonder whether I was just addicted to romanticising my life and whether anyone else went through that or whether it was just me being completely unrealistic my full childhood. But at the end of every podcast I do take the floor over to use and i post on my podcast instagram at awkwardly in between if you want to be involved next time you know show some support basically the topic of the podcast and then you can tell me your thoughts your feelings any questions blah 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 but i have actually spoke for way longer than i intended to Obviously, this is a very passionate subject to me, apparently. Apparently, I'm just an absolute geek about films. So, I won't spend too long talking about them. But I did get quite a few. So, we'll just have a look to see what people have said. I did post about how coming-of-age films ruined my life and what people's thoughts were about that. So, one person said, all the characters wake up with a full face of makeup and perfect hair. Oh, my God. Yes. And this is something that you just don't grow out of either. Like, I'll wake up and I'll look like I haven't slept in three weeks. (laughs) My hair's not brushed. I've got, like, leftover mascara residue all over my face. I'm a little bit sweaty. (laughs) And when mismatched pyjamas in films, it's probably about five in the afternoon. They've had a makeup artist spend an hour on them looking naturally, perfectly gorgeous. The hair's the right kind of messy and pretty. And I just wake up looking a bit like a rabbit that's been run over in the middle of the road. (laughs) I wish that films showed how messy people look when they wake up, you know, I wish that was a thing, but unfortunately it's not, but I think that needs to be something that is introduced in films because I just thought I was really really ugly and I was a massive catfish, but at the end of the day I feel like everyone is a bit of a catfish when they wake up, is that just me? I don't know. They make you believe that you should have a relationship before you finish high school, oh my god, this is so true, like I said at the beginning, every single coming-of-age film is centered around finding a relationship, And to be honest, I just don't feel like you should get a boyfriend unless you really, like, you really, really, really want to. I know that, like, I really regret being in a relationship when I was younger, and it just... It was just a bit shit because at the end of the day you're too young to understand how the hell to make a relationship work and you're just so immature, like it just doesn't work. When you're seeing these people in these perfect relationships at such a young age and you're thinking, oh should that be what I should be doing? I think that's why us girls do get so relationship obsessed when we're younger. I don't know, like I was just really boy obsessed like quite weirdly to be honest like I was just to give me my dues I was more obsessed with characters than actual real people but even so I just don't think relationships is something that you should focus on when you're in school or even in uni or college to be honest I don't think it should be something that we should actively seek if that makes sense anyways (laughs) someone said I'd be in love with rocks being thrown at my window age 16 (gasps) oh my god also this is so true one time i actually threw rocks at a boy's window because he wouldn't he wouldn't answer the door when i was supposed to be coming around he'd basically he fell asleep and he wouldn't answer the door so i was throwing rocks at his window and he couldn't even hear it you know what it's quite hard to throw a rock at a window that's really high up you have to have some force to even make a noise as well in films people always throw rocks at the windows right and the girl realizes straight away and then obviously opens the window it's no one watching TV, because I know that if I was watching TV and someone was throwing a rock at the window, I would just not hear it. It always seems to be that the girls are just sitting in their rooms silent, just like reading or something. It doesn't happen. And yeah, I also would have probably fell in love with a boy throwing a rock at my window, but at the end of the day, it's quite disrespectful. Like, (laughs) What if the window was to smash? I know obviously windows don't smash with a little rock, but it could. It's a potential. Another person said that you're going to look like a full adult by the time you're 13, 14, because they always get adult actors. Oh, so true. It does just give you an unrealistic expectation. Like, I actually, I mean, I know this is completely different, but I was looking at the ages of the people who play the characters in Bridgerton, and a lot of the girls are supposed to be, like, 16, 17, 18. And the actors are, like, 32, playing a 16-year-old girl. What? No wonder they're bloody beautiful and gorgeous. Like, where's the acne? <laughs> I looked like an almond magnum until I was probably about 18. Can anyone remember dream matte Moose? <laughs> I'm sorry, but no one looked nice growing up. I mean, nowadays, I think people are looking a lot nicer as they're growing up. Like, no one's going through that really ugly stage. But when we were growing up, in Dream Mat Moose was all the rage. Oh my god, we were just a bit disgusting. Can remember Toms and Flossies? we would wear Toms and Flossies, some leggings and a hoodie, with Dream Mat Moose and would backcomb our hair. We were not looking like the 30-year-olds who were playing the kids. And as well, I used to really fantasise about having a boyfriend who was, like, really tall and muscly when I was, like, 14. Boys hadn't hit puberty then. <laughs> Every boy that I knew was so much smaller smaller than me and you just don't see that in films you see all of these like six foot three boys and in reality boys don't really hit puberty and grow till what like 18 maybe even older I don't know it's wrong the expectation that teenage lads are romantic in their 20s (laughs) where they at oh my god yes where is the romance in 10 things I hate about you when the boy pays the full school's brass band to perform for her so she he can ask her on a date I'm sorry but that just wasn't happening there was absolutely not an inch of romance I remember I had to ask my boyfriend to get me a card for my birthday like it was just oh pure <gasps> teenage us yeah it just it just didn't happen and it's not necessarily like a bad thing it's just that I'm not mature enough At that age, it's just not something that comes naturally to teenage boys, but yet, it's something that we all dream of, so they stick it in films, but it just makes us want something that doesn't really exist until you get older. Like, I think even at my age, like, I don't think most boys are romantic yet either. That losing your virginity is such a big event when it really is not. Yeah, yeah, no, this is, this is true, you know, it always looks so romantic, but... It's just a disaster isn't it really? It's just awkward. No one knows what they're doing. You've got to think in films they have actual choreographers telling them how to kiss, how to hold each other. There's like the perfect light, there's like music. Reality, most of my friends lost their virginity in house parties. Like most of my friends didn't didn't lose it with a boyfriend or whatever. I mean I was lucky I guess because I did but it's just not it doesn't always work out that way and it's nothing wrong with it. It's just something that you know we've got to come to terms with. Life is not like the films. So I think what we all need to just take from this is coming-of-age films are carefully created to make us feel like how we do. Humans like watching things that are desirable and looking at something super romantic. At the end of the day, none of us are going to sit and romanticise about a girl having a nap after school. <laughs> like, it's just not it's just not the case. And it's okay, you know. And as well, you see in like two hours of these people's lives, And they try and pack up those two hours with as many fun and romantic and crazy things as possible. If you actually think about your whole life and all the fun things that do happen, if you put them all together you probably could make a pretty good film you know with your own life but it's just that obviously where actual real life living breathing humans and it's spread out a lot longer and it it doesn't feel as important because you might have to wait six months in between each event but it doesn't mean one's worse than the other I just spent way too much time romanticizing the life of people that just doesn't even exist someone please let me know if they actually did experience a life like you see in a film because maybe I was just missing out maybe it does exist but I just believe that it doesn't and don't do what I do and spend your youth wishing for something that just isn't really the reality of growing up you know what like grown up can be boring it can be a mess but it also can be lots and lots of fun yeah okay maybe the boys when we are 14 15 16 don't look like Zac Efron or Tristan from Gilmore Girls maybe the boys in our life do look 11 and a bit pubescent and it's just our own kind of movie and just don't wish your life away romanticising another person's life well a fake person's life and start romanticising your own honestly things do get better I promise and the, the Zac From boys do come they do and it's lovely when they do because you've spent your whole life without them and then one comes along you're like oh wow an attractive boy who's taller than me yum <laughs> But yeah, so I'm going to leave it there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Make sure you do head over and follow the Instagram at AwkwardlyInBetween if you want to be involved in next week's episode. I also did decide to make this episode a little bit shorter just because obviously I have just started and I'm not sure which length you'd prefer Obviously last week I think I'd made the podcast about 40 minutes, then this week it's about 30. So do let me know whether you prefer a longer episode or a little bit of a shorter one. I hope you have a lovely day, or night, wherever you are. I've actually saw a few people from Australia listening, which blows my mind. You know, good eye, mate. <laughs> And yeah, I'll be back again next Monday. I am going to start posting the podcasts on a Monday morning. I think it would be good. You know, wake up on your Monday, the worst day of the week, with a little podcast episode to get ready to. Maybe you can put it on the bus to school or uni or work. I think that will probably be better. So if you do want us to do that as well, let me know. Okay, love you all. Bye.